0: Hey everyone, hope you're having a fantastic day today. I just wanted to take a second to preface this episode with a bit of a timestamp. Andrew and I sat down to record this episode a few days after the Covenant school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. For those not caught up, this was the shooting where the shooter was trans and killed three kids and three adults. This is no more or less horrific than any other school shooting that we've unfortunately become all too accustomed to in this country. There was something different about this shooting that we noticed, or rather the aftermath of the shooting. Normally, when something like this happens, we see the typical talking head pro-gun conservatives go directly to mental health. And while this is something that we agree with to an extent, because there's no way a normally functioning member of society would commit an act like this, when in fact the majority of mass shooters have been isolated and radicalized due to an event or a series of events in their lives, we do think the mental health thing, as they say it, is kind of a cop-out. Because not only are the vast majority of people suffering from mental illness not violent towards anyone at all, but if this were truly about the state of mental health care in this country, then we would see it improving thanks to conservative legislation after every single mass shooting, which we don't. So now you might be asking, Jordan, they obviously went to the mental health thing after this shooting as well, right? No, they did not. The difference between this shooting and some of the other ones in recent history, like the ones in Henrietta, Oklahoma, Cleveland, Texas, Dadeville, Alabama, Louisville, Kentucky, Half Moon Bay, California, Monterey Park, California, Chesapeake, Virginia, Colorado Springs, Raleigh, North Carolina, Highland Park, Illinois, Philadelphia, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Uvalde, Texas, Laguna Woods, California, and Buffalo, New York, this shooter was trans. And if you thought these people were going to let this opportunity slip by them, then by golly, you are mistaken. These supposedly pro-gun right from my cold-dead hands, no-compromise gun rights advocates were more than happy to usher in a Mulford Act 2.0, or at least try to. Because would you look at that, at the height of all of this transphobic legislation, criminalizing trans people, conflating them with pedophiles, all of this crazy shit that's been going on for the past I don't know, 11 months or whatever. Now they got their person. Forget Dylan Roof, Adam Lanza, the Buffalo shooter, that fucking weirdo from California, Elliot Rodger, or any of the other straight cis men who have committed the majority of mass shootings in U.S. history. A trans person finally did it. So now they can justify all of their feelings about trans people. This whole thing reminds me of that funny college humor skit with the two white dudes talking about their gun rights and then the Black Panther shows up and they have no idea what to do. The Constitution does not decree the right to keep and bear arms. It says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The NRA believes that America's laws should be obeyed. And we will defend the right to bear arms. By any means necessary. We will not be docile for our oppressors. Right. That's... That's right. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're with the NRA? Yes. Yeah. Is there a problem? No. No, 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 no. No, of course not. The NRA thinks that everyone should have guns. Yes, all my brothers should have guns. And we will not rest until we are roaming the streets heavily armed. Absolutely, absolutely. How many brothers do you have? Anyway, you get the gist of it. We'll put the link to the whole video in the show notes. That brings us to the beginning of our show. We hope you enjoy it, and if you do, please consider supporting us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to bonus content, discount codes, and merchandise. It all goes to the show and helps us do things like pay the bills, or maybe even Andrew and I meeting up one day and recording in person. Not to mention the massive sense of validation it gives us that people actually like us. Super sweet. Anyway, here's the show. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the Better Way to a podcast. We are your hosts, Jordan and Andrew. And today, it is just the two of us. It is 1230 at night here in Connecticut, 1130 in Texas, and uh, 1030 in 930 in Arizona.
1: Yeah, right? that's right.
0: You got it right, Russell. Sinistral Rifleman, if you're listening to this. Just living the fucking remembering dream. Remembering you. Yeah just living forever in an area God, where love there's that time no zone. time. Time is a construct in Arizona. Jesus Christ. Time is a construct everywhere. Um welcome. This is a uh this is going to be a good episode. Time is
1: a construct and that's why I'm always late. Sorry, go ahead. Time
0: is a construct and that's why I'm never on time because what is time and what is late? Um anyway. I'm so sorry. I'm uh, so sorry. yeah, we're these audio this this audio is being jettisoned out into the universe right now, picked up by some extraterrestrial life that's listening to us and thinking this is a reason I'm not going to visit that planet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> these, these fucking goofballs did these it. These fucking me.
0: douche. But what is it with white guys and standing in front of microphones? <laughs> like it's <laughs> they're on the computer and people listen to them.
1: Can you imagine yeah, like coming to Earth and you, the whole there's like there's no light speed travel. You have to come the slow way. And every time you check in on us, it's just more podcasts. Just there's more of them, (laughs) and you're like, I'm gonna listen to podcasts to learn Earth culture, but you just can never catch up because there's so goddamn many of them. So many of
0: them. What do you you think? Do you think that there's? (laughs) I mean, so if 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 we're going down the rabbit hole here, but hang on, buckle your buckle your seatbelts. If there are seatbelts on
1: spacecraft, Jordan.
0: There are seatbelts on spacecraft.
1: Oh, are there? I've never been on one. I'm sorry.
0: I've never been on one either, but have you seen the movies? What do you think? You just are sucked into the seat forever?
1: I don't know, like magnets like and shit.
0: Magnets? Where do you put the metal, Andrew?
1: Bro, this is, I mean, I don't know. It's metal what butt about, cheek I'm not implants. a fucking astronaut, Jordan.
0: Anyway, you don't have to be an astronaut. Listen, I'm not a unicycle, but I know what one looks like. Anyway. God
1: damn it. <laughs> it I, uh, me look
0: bad. You think I, no, could never make you look bad. But, uh. Aww. There's a, you guys can't see right now, but Andrew looks like a wolf man. He's scruffy, very scruffy, and uh, that was a wolf man sound that he made just now. God. That was an alpha sound, for those who don't know what that sounds <laughs> like. Clear clearing my throat. Yeah, the alphas make that noise. Like when you bend over and bagpipe <laughs> your stomach, and you, you have to hold your breath to tie your shoes. That's an alpha sound.
1: That's an alpha move.
0: That's an alpha sound. When I'm appendix carrying and Carly talks to me while I'm tying my shoes, and I go,
1: yeah, one second, I'll be right there.
0: <laughs> because the fucking pain of the back strap and the the beaver tail jabbing into my fucking gut <laughs> yet I still choose to appendix carry uh maybe I'm a glutton for punishment, but I'm well, right at that like line draws. yeah, uh, I gotta work on that. It's been months since i've since I've dry all
1: right, skip it, we don't have to talk about it,
0: yeah, anyway um, so this is the episode. <laughs> Where was I going with that? I was going to say, aliens, like, what if there's a super advanced civilization out there, but the only form of communication they have with Earth is listening to podcasts just through Spotify? Like, they don't even have oh, the like an idea. Yeah, they somehow like got
1: Spotify and they're like, okay, yeah, this exactly. is how we're going to learn.
0: Like, we've hacked like, the, human, the, the human intelligence beacon. <laughs> <And> meanwhile, they're <laughs> listening to like some chick talk about. How some other chick was stabbed to death and her fucking body parts spread all over true the crime, yeah. True Fargo. Crime,
1: uh, decluttering, and a better way to a. Those are the podcasts they listen to in in true in this, cli- in crime.
0: True, I can't fucking talk. True crime declutter is that what you listen to?
1: No, those are just those are three uh, topics that I am aware of. <laughs> those, are, those are,
0: you just picked three topics that you were aware of out of everything. Yes. And it was decluttering true crime and the a better way to a podcast. Yep. yep well, those I'm happy the three. To, that we, that we made it up there. Oh, how did your interview go?
1: It didn't, uh, we couldn't oh. link up and he decided he was just going to interview. He's going to a rally tonight. Oh, so just for context, um, for because people don't, listeners do not know what's going on in my life. um, I got called by a guy from a local news station that wants to talk about. I don't know. He, he's still kind of like putting together the story, I guess, but he, he wanted to make a segment about um, uh, trans people and like LGBT uh, people in general kind of arming up. Um, he got my name and my number from the, the Operation Blazing Sword registry, and I guess I was one of the first people he called. But, you know, uh, I so I'm, I'm fucking busy. I got a fucking new warrant. And so it just never happened. Uh and he went to a rally tonight and, and found some um veterans for equality. Um and those I've are really cool them. guys. So he's gonna just make the segment about them and that's that's perfect because that means I don't cool. have to do anything.
0: That works, yeah. I've had people reach out to me before asking for stuff like that, interviews for people in the in the LGBTQ community and, and having guns. And I'm like, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but uh, I am. I am a straight dude. Well,
1: that's and, that's uh, what I told. <laughs> that's what I told him. I was like, you it's know, disappointing because
0: I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't give you what you want. Yeah. I can still tell you how I feel, but who hasn't heard my my opinion
1: by now? Yeah, what I told. like the first thing I said was like, you know, this is a really cool subject that you're doing this on, but but I should tell you, I'm uh, you know, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a straight white cis dude. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know what, uh, but but I guess what he was looking for uh from Blazing Sword was an instructor who had trained a trans person and so that he could interview the instructor and the student together. That's cool. But it's a little sparse out here. I've only ever, I mean, you know, I told them I've only ever trained in one Texas, it's a little that. sparse. No, the well, yeah. <laughs> um, You don't say. Yeah, it is. Um, I told them I've ever only ever trained one person years ago. I haven't been contacted by anybody else through that sense. And and we don't None of us on the registry like talk to each other about it, you know. They are just it's just random people.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool.
1: So, Did you put yeah. yourself
0: up there after the uh, the Pulse shooting?
1: Yeah, I think we've talked about this before.
0: Yeah, we definitely talked about it. I won't. I won't make anyone's ears bleed. Shooting <laughs> it a third time.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's what I told him is is that you know I was I signed up like right at the beginning when when Aaron Paulette um made it. But I'm not a, you know, I told them there's, there's a, you know, like like professional trainers on that list that, that might be better to talk to. And, you know, hopefully one yeah. of them can can put you in touch with a student. Um, well,
0: that's what's nice about, like, you you can put your qualifications. I think at the time yeah. when I put my name on there, I was like, listen, I'm not an instructor at all. I yeah. was in the Marines for six years, and that's my only. I was almost a FUD. Like, as far as my knowledge went. My only real oh, experience with with shooting was was in the military, and you know anybody in the military will tell you that that only gets you so far. But that's cool. But yeah, so, well, so he's hopefully they the, found someone.
1: Yeah. So he oh, they found the veterans rally. for equality. Yeah, yeah. He went to the rally. It's like a like a, a the Trans Day of Visibility, and there's like a, a big march downtown. You know, I'm so unplugged. I don't know uh, hardly anything about it. So I just got my head down with the, keeping this fucking newborn alive. Um, but I guess, uh, veterans for equality, which are good people, uh, are there and he's just going to do the segment, uh, on them cause he's going to turn it in for airing on Monday. Um, and, and they want it like written by tomorrow. So well, that's Vince, cool. no more jacking around with me. Um, it works out. It works out for you. Him, get but,
0: that guy. Yeah. That guy's guy. just straight.
1: <laughs> Lame. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. But I feel like if you want to know what I know, of course, absolutely the podcast. And I'm just, I'm have just a platform
0: Josh and yeah,
1: no, but yeah. it would be, it would be really cool for him to get like, uh, I hope that he, he did get on camera some, some, uh, like actual, like armed trans women down there, you know, um, were they know, going I down
0: know, on the, on the day of visibility? Were they going down armed? Because I know a lot of no, those events no, were getting canceled.
1: No, but by and large, um, you know, it's not an armed protest. It's just uh, some armed groups are showing up for security. Okay. Um, But yeah, I'm hoping that in that there's, you know, because it, it's like one thing if it's like.
0: You can conceal you know, carry in Texas, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It okay. Can. Okay. Um, but, it, you know, I, I, I would hate for it to look like straight white bro vets are like watching over the poor helpless trans folk. I know. You know, because that's not the that's not what I see in the community on the internet, and I, I don't want that to be what's like broadcasted on on TV.
0: Yeah, well, I know there are, there have been a lot of really good news articles that have highlighted some of the the more yeah. marginalized groups of people in the gun community. Um, I forget his name, but L.A. Progressive Shooters comes up a bunch. Yeah, and uh, he always does a like a fantastic job. He's got he's got a well, a face Miss for tv and he's
1: and queer armor were on i think they each were on featured on M- different npr uh, yeah. Uh, reports yeah Sorry, fun we fact saying, uh I...
0: no i was gonna say queer armor was uh the audio that tucker carlson used in his oh, anti-trans yeah, segment what a, fu- what a fucking tool that was such um, a
1: breathless segment when dude, tra- do you just take it how do you second. jerk
0: yourself off for like four minutes and just rub your fucking jizz all over your fucking home viewers? Like that—that's essentially what that is. It's like let me talk about myself. Sorry, that was vulgar and no. un, unprovoked. But that's the No, sec- but like,
1: it, it, it felt I, I weird. Don't... It felt so weird to like the way that like Tucker's whole demeanor for that segment was so like, like
0: he was uneasy, like
1: high strung and uneasy. Yes.
0: Yes, you know. he was. You know, like when somebody's really nervous and they're making themselves laugh, they're like,
1: "Ha yes, Right, guys? Yeah.
0: It was like it was it was like somebody. Uh, I don't know.
1: And I'm like, it "Why was, are you nervous? You're in the fucking studio. Nobody's nobody's like standing over you with a gun, like right not now." Not nervous,
0: like for his physical for his physical health, but almost nervous for what he thought the future was going to turn into. Now that yeah. trans <laughs> people have yeah. guns, you know the the world is ending, and you know what really grinds my gears is that the whole time that he was doing this, he kept saying, I support the Second Amendment, but I support gun rights, but, you know, Which this sounds like incitement. This sounds like, uh you know, they're they're all angry and stuff, and what, this is the first time ever in American history that angry people have had guns? I'm sorry, yeah. Tucker. Oh, like, boy. oh you, boy. Like, what are you- Tucker. Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry, you I- banned the history books, so maybe you didn't know that, but-
1: my my favorite observation from that, and this is something that Queer Armor pointed out on Twitter, um, was that he was like, he's making fun of the idea that like Nazis were prevalent in a problem yes. in New England, and he was like, you know, oh yeah, Nazis in New England, a notoriously right wing state. Oh yeah, right, left wing, uh, or st- whatever the fuck. Um, it's okay. And he was like, uh. You know, insinuating. By saying
0: that, that, implying that they were only in the the right wing states. They were
1: more of a problem in the red states, right? Yeah, those those are the states trans people
0: should worry about, not the New (laughs) England ones.
1: That was kind of giving giving it away in that.
0: Yeah, say the quiet part out loud, Tuck. But, uh.
1: Tuck. Old Tuck.
0: tuck. You old Tuck fucking guy. That's. Yeah, I was about to say something really mean even for him. I won't say that. (laughs) But, um,.
1: You can say it to me. We'll just yeah. I'll it say out. it
0: to you later. I um. You
1: don't. You don't even want it to be like on record anyway. I
0: I just it I I don't like advocating it's making for you uncomfortable against about. We can move on. Yeah, we'll move on. Yeah, no, it doesn't make me uncomfortable. It's just you know putting bad energy out into the world. I try not to do that whenever I can. But um, yeah, you know, growing up in New in Connecticut, I remember my dad telling me that uh, we used to have this neo-Nazi group near me called the White Wolves. And he would always warn me about them and he'd be like, yeah, they're in this area, you know, be careful. Uh, He never said to me, like, don't look too Jewish or anything like that. Um, Because I think, you know, it it wasn't it wasn't something that I think as a kid, you know, I probably had less to worry about. But there were definitely, uh, you know, records of them attacking people, um, doing some pretty bold shit like back in the 90s. Uh, Especially like, you know, that was that was when there was still kind of like a, a bit of a punk scene going on and um some of my older friends that were in the punk scene that were like og skinheads Uh, and for those who don't know like skinheads are usually not nazis they hate nazis but there are you know nazis co-opted the fucking shaved head thing like they do everything else and uh and ruin that but uh remember seeing them like at toad's place uh, which is like a venue in, in new haven and i've been there have you
1: yeah, I've been there. Um, oh, that's cool. I forgot about that. It was, that's so weird. It's a really okay, small can, venue.
0: Can, it They do Didn't allow moshing anymore, which is fucking stupid. But whatever. I well, it was a bunch
1: of. I, I was with a bunch of kids. I was in. It was in high school at a summer program. It was a bunch of kids there.
0: Oh, oh okay. Would you go see the Wiggles? <laughs> no,
1: I don't even. I don't even remember if there was a band. I don't even remember there was a band. Would they just
0: stick you in Toad's place? And, yeah, I guess. And well, cause all right, it was shut like, the it, doors. We'll come back in a couple hours. <laughs> well, because it can't was like, anywhere.
1: I'm pretty sure there was a band. I just don't remember. God, I think maybe it was like Guster or some shit like that. Were you indoctrinated
0: at Toad's place? Like, was no, it so a it was, was like, it a pastor or something? God, like, I'm
1: getting a no fucking clue. I can't remember. But it was like, um, you know, it was like one of those things. It's like okay, every weekend you sign up for a little. Like, you get to leave. You get to leave the fucking campus. And you go and and do something, you know, there's like a, you know, like a trip or like an activity. And and one of them was like, like, I guess it was like a concert. I don't know. That's usually what they have there. There was something happening there. Loud noises. I remember remember going there and it being like small and there's like two rooms and like a little enclosed patio area.
0: Yeah. uh, The patio is like, I mean, it's ground level. Yeah, exactly. It's like a fire. It's like,
1: it's like, it's like, um, (laughs) it's like they, it's like out on the sidewalk. They like put a tiny little fence there and they covered it. Yes. That's the patio.
0: Nice, nice memory. And then they have a a room up top called the frog pond or the lily pond.
1: Oh yes, they did. Yeah. I don't think I went up there.
0: It's for like indie shows and stuff like that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, they used to beat the shit out of these Nazis at Toad's place all the fucking time. <laughs> they would show up to punk shows, and they would just fucking beat the shit out of them and, like, drag them outside. Um, I was yeah. obviously never, I was too young to witness that kind of stuff, but, uh, yeah. Those, you, you know, you think you're, you've are you got your shit together and you're kind of a badass. Not that I've ever thought I was a badass, like, really, but, uh, and then you meet, like, an OG skinhead, like, a dude who's, like, in his 50s now and has been around. Of that generation, those dudes have a whole different level of badassery to them. That oh yeah, you guys that would just go. It's like uh, like soccer hooligans, you know, people who go uh, what you call it? The what are the ones? Who are the ones that are fighting in Ukraine right now? Arsenal warriors, ultras. Is that what they're called? I cool? don't know.
1: No fucking clue. I don't. Know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about soccer. But they would just
0: go and they they would just go fight Nazis like in in their their home country at soccer matches, football matches. Yeah. Sorry oh, yeah, for dude. anyone listening in Europe. But uh, that's dope. Don't really see to be that a stuff poor anymore.
1: Poor old fucking Nazi that keeps getting shit kicked in. How sad. Yeah. How sad. Like like ironic oh, like how sad. pathetic. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah. I'm like that's not sad. <laughs> that's somebody like, oh, who doesn't boo-hoo,
1: learn. Oh boo hoo boo hoo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You didn't learn the first time, Nazi. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so for just a little context, the timing of this episode, today is the Trans Day of Remembrance, and a few days ago was the shooting in Nashville uh, at the Covenant School, and it's been a shitty week for the trans community, Um, and it's been a really fucking weird week for trans people in the gun community and the we've seen people we've seen arguments ranging from uh, you know these people are mentally ill and shouldn't have guns to we need to arm ourselves because they're arming themselves and trying to execute Christians like by and large (laughs) and it is it's actually fucking terrifying because you yeah, know, you it, see, uh,
1: causes me a little bit of concern.
0: It, yeah, a little bit, and, uh, and 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 I think you know, it it was. I wrote a post today, and I was writing it, and I was like, I almost said something along the lines of, uh, you know, like I'm worried as a as a straight cis man, and I didn't, but I I'm thinking like if I'm worried, I cannot fucking imagine how the trans community feels right yeah. now, like feeling persecuted for this whole time whether you're a gun owner or not just being told that you're in like being invalidated and being dehumanized constantly through microaggressions through like macroaggressions and whatnot and then now you've got a target on your back essentially so, uh you know some people are doing because one person in the community did a shitty thing a really shitty thing yeah and i don't understand how these people are so quickly doing these mental backflips to justify the authoritarian measures that they're willing to take against trans people that they've been spending their entire gun-owning lives fighting against from the
1: anti-gun yeah. groups. Well, Jordan, it's, it's, it's easy because it's not actually doing mental backflips. They're not doing any sort of leaps in logic. They never had any logical or, or um, uh, principled underpinning uh, to, to, their, to their position in the first place. Uh, Because if they did, they wouldn't be acting this way.
0: Yes, but I would also, I think that I'd like to give people a little bit more credit than that because I think bias comes into play with a lot of these arguments and people are naturally...
1: Hey, you got a bug on your shoulder. You got a big old spider crawling around on you. Where? It's on your back now, dude. It just crawled onto your back. (laughs) Fucking kidding me. Where, 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 where? where, It's on your your left shoulder. It crawled onto your back. (laughs) I don't know if it's... (laughs) Shit. Oh shit! Is it there? Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Oh shit! <laughs> shit! <laughs> Are you okay, dude?
0: No. <laughs> That thing was fucking big What was that? I, know. I, I thought it
1: was like a glitch or an artifact Or something no. <laughs> Did you find it?
0: I don't know man Dude oh, I don't fuck. know where it is I don't know where that came from That thing was fucking big <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I fucking hate. Oh, I can't even fucking touch my fingers, dude. I thought it was on my fingers. I thought it was on my finger. I'm freaking
1: fucking oh, out. No. This is
0: irrational.
1: I'm
0: sorry. I don't know what. I should... No, I know dude, I that's freaky.
1: Now. that That spider was fucking big.
0: Dude, I'm fucking. Holy shit. I'm fucking
1: done. Well, you I'm gotta done, find dude. it. You gotta find it and kill it, so you know it won't get back on you.
0: I gotta light my whole fucking office on fire. <laughs> 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 This is horse shit. This is horse shit. I feel like it's in my pants. I feel like it's in my fucking shoes.
1: Dude. I'm gonna be fucking sick, dude. I'm laughing so hard.
0: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Dude, I'm fucking. I'm, dude. I can't. I look like a fucking like asshole right now. I can't stop scratching my body.
1: I'm fucking dying. I'm I gotta find God. this thing. You gotta fight it, or else you'll never sleep again.
0: Dude, my shirt is inside out, and I'm afraid that when I on inside out be... my shirt, it's gonna fucking jump at me. Oh, it's gonna it's shit. gonna be in that there. That thing. So it looked big to you on the camera. When I found <laughs> it on my left shoulder, right next to my left eye, dude, I I, I I could not fucking. Oh. My whole desk, dude. My de- I have like an elbow desk. Like it's a giant L. My whole desk with. Two monitors, my Bluetooth speaker, my lamp, my microphone, my laptop, a fucking VCR because I'm converting VHS to, to files lifted off the ground. Well, I'm really glad that this is a segment that's going to end up in this podcast. We were in, it's having such a fucking serious, having such, man, we were on a roll. God, dude! I thought you were fucking with me. I was like, "There's no. Why would you joke about this right now? We're having a serious conversation." And you were like, "Bro, there's a spider on you." And I was like, "Dude, what a weird time to make a joke like that."
1: Not, that wasn't a joke. It was so big. <coughs> right,
0: I gotta hold on. I, dude, I feel. I feel like I got bit. Like behind my knee, I have a bug bite behind my knee.
1: All right, we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> Please bear with oh, us,
0: dude. That thing, you know what? Okay, so that was a um, a wolf spider. We have wolf spiders in Connecticut, like oh, we have those. What? Yeah, they're we not, have those. I don't think they're poisonous, but they just get big as fuck.
1: Oh yeah. So out in my yard, <clears throat> when I if I shine a flashlight out there, you'll see in the grass all these little little pinpoints of light reflecting back at you and if you get close to any one of those you'll see a little wolf spider.
0: Say that one more time? I'm sorry. So
1: if I'm out in my yard at night and I shine my flashlight across the ground you'll see all this little ocean of little pinpricks of reflective light and you might think that they're like dew drops or something but they're not. They are the eyes of spiders.
0: Are you fucking with me?
1: No, I'm not fucking with you. You get close to any one of those you'll see a tiny little wolf spider out there.
0: Oh really? Okay, so they're in there. They're near you too.
1: Yeah. Man, all right. <clears throat> can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I mean you're quiet because you're far from the mic, but I can hear you. Yeah. Sorry. I
0: I apologize, guys. I for those who don't know, I <laughs> oh
1: I fucking found it. You kill, piece it, of kill shit. it, kill it, kill it, kill it. What is that? What is that?
0: Oh. <laughs> Dude, it's a cricket. Oh no! Oh. Oh, I don't want to
1: kill it. Leave you it alive. Leave it alive. It's just a cricket. It's just a cricket. Yeah. leave it alone. Is it a
0: cricket? Oh, I gotta drink this glass. This glass of water and trap it so I can bring it outside. Oh god!
1: It looks like a spider to me. I don't know.
0: It still looks like a spider from a distance.
1: <laughs> oh. just fucking voice cracking.
0: Oh, fuck it! You stop jumping. <laughs> Oh you
1: fuck.
0: <laughs> no, so you know what it is? And these things are even
1: more <laughs> these
0: things are even more terrifying. It's a spricket. Uh, <laughs> a, a what? Sp- a sp a sp Uh <laughs> spricket? Spider? Sprite That's not don't real. Don't crawl in my fucking shirt. Oh dude. Yeah. Bro, look just it kill up. it and it, be done with it. It's kill it and be done with yeah, it. Yeah, no, now it's gonna burn. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking light my shirt on fire on the ground. <laughs> um it's a mix between a cricket and a spider. You can't, get the crickets be... and
1: spiders don't mix. You can't, it's that's
0: not how species work. Hold on, one second. Oh, it's fucking jumping, you cocksucker. No. <laughs> Yo, get out of my fucking house. You're a piece of shit. I'm gonna wake my, I'm gonna wake my kid up.
1: Get out of here.
0: Get out of here. Don't go behind my shit. Oh. Hold on.
1: Mm. Oh my God. He's just running around shirtless, running around his fucking office, screaming and a sprinket Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> He's got his flashlight out now. he's shaking? What is that? What is that? Is that a can? Is that a can of Raid? Is he going to get it?
0: Oh, dude. I'm not proud. I'm not proud of what just happened. Was that like a 15-minute segment? I'm, I don't have a shirt on right now, guys. For, uh, I, I leapt up off of my chair and took my shirt off immediately as soon as I saw that thing, and I didn't know where it went, and it just crawled out of my shirt. So it was a good thing that I took my shirt off. But I'm going to put my shirt back on now. What if that wasn't the only one?
1: <coughs> there could be a whole family of them in there. Shake it out. No, better out. yet, just put your out. head in there. Oh, you fuck. Just <laughs> stick your head in there and see
0: What if there was a spider and there was also a spricket
1: <laughs> Buddy I'm so sorry This is obviously causing you like very real distress I'm so sorry I, for laughing It's just so funny I'm glad you're
0: getting a kick out of it dude It's just there's so much fucking shit in here There's so much shit in here There's so many hiding places Man No it's good It's all good
1: <laughs> no, it's not good, dude. It does not sound good.
0: I don't know where it went. I sprayed it with black spray paint, so now it's just it's <laughs> it's night black. Ugh, <laughs> I hope it's dead,
1: dude. Uh, yeah, probably because they can't breathe when you spray them with paint.
0: I hope not. I really didn't want to do that, but uh, for it's...
1: for your peace of mind is a small price to pay.
0: I don't have peace of mind. I don't have a confirmation of a kill, dude. It <laughs> my desk, you know. I'm not, whatever. Hold on, one sec. I gotta put my shirt back on. Oh God!
1: <laughs> I told Kenny uh, what happened. He said, "Good news. You're set up to record his last words." What'd you say? I said I told Kenny what happened and he said good news, you're set up to record his last words. He told you to try to be poignant without being sappy.
0: Oh man.
1: I'll tell you, I'll tell you if I see it again.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
1: God. Buddy, you look so mad right now. You look pissed off. You're like just like so upset that this spider would dare fucking invade your shit.
0: I'm not mad, I'm distraught. <laughs> I'm just
1: I'm so I'm so sorry for laughing. It's just fucking so fucking
0: interrupting my podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: Inconsiderate.
1: What were we even talking about? We we're talking about like
0: I was about to bring up Lucas Botkin, I think.
1: <laughs> like fucking trend genocide and shit.
0: Man, yeah, something serious talking about something serious did I I mean thankfully I don't think anybody I don't think you got that initial fucking screech that I let out because no, my no my... I didn't
1: hear anything I just Ugh. saw you silently flapping your arms at yourself <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god yeah no because my my hand was on the space bar unmuting myself <laughs> and uh so when i let go it was like a dead man switch
1: <laughs> nobody could
0: hear nobody, nobody could hear me fucking wailing
1: at <laughs> thing. as you turn your your fucking face and your gaze meets at eye level <clears> with the <throat> giantest fucking dude, was, you've ever seen in your life
0: it was right next to my left oh god dude <laughs> Don't, I look, such, don't look there again. It's just gonna I have get have PTSD. Everything I see now. I don't know what fucked <laughs> me up this bad as a kid. It's not. It's not like if I can see it, it doesn't freak me out. It's. It's not knowing where they it's are. It's like. That... It's
1: like the suggestion of movement, a shadow, a, a little you know, a little tickle on your skin.
0: Yeah, man. <sighs> How do I recover from that? That you was gonna like... take a break.
1: You need to take a break.
0: No, we can go back, man. I'm just I'm <laughs> like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to everyone
1: listening. That was no, that's premium even, shit, dude. <laughs> oh,
0: dude. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you got a kick out of it. I, uh, I'm gonna post this at my own expense. But, um, <laughs> enjoy the just
1: nightmares. because we what enjoy the nightmares you get from it too.
0: How long was that fucking? Oh, I've I've got a story for you. How long was that? period of where i was just absolutely inconsolable
1: i don't know dude because i was i was losing my shit too okay.
0: <laughs>
1: i did not keep my composure i was not being professional
0: i don't blame you i dude i don't even like so my wife uh tried playing this trick on me where <laughs> she um it was right after halloween we had one of those like cheap spider rings you know it's like a little black spider but it's a ring that goes on your finger yeah. and um she cut the ring off so and she was her plan was was to yeah just take the spider and put it on my pillow and she her plan was to freak me out um she ended up putting it under my pillow because she knew that my hand was going to go there eventually but i took like 25 (coughs) minutes or something like that to get into bed and she forgot about it so what she ended up doing was we laid down and we started watching like a video or something i i Every once in a while, we'll watch YouTube videos before bed. Man, we were watching some video. And she put her hand underneath my pillow, felt the spider, which she forgot about, flung it up in the air. It landed on my chest. I flung my phone against the wall. And then she goes, oh, <laughs> like it's oh i forgot about that like that was i was, I put that there and i went what the fuck just happened like the, the series of events that just occurred but anyway yeah i don't i don't know what made just me scared object, of spiders yeah. like that and then i came here into the fucking woods we lived in the city before this kind of like like do you guys treat birds your house? of the you city
1: treat your uh perimeter
0: no because we don't have any i most of the time, don't care. I don't care about most bugs. I should say. I just for some reason spiders, spiders, and these fucking sprickets. I never saw these things before until I moved <laughs> here, and they fucked me Dude,
1: up. Spiders. The are The really first bad one here, I saw. <clears throat> but, I was just saying spiders are really bad here in Texas, and I, when I say really bad, they don't do a lot to harm you. They just they will get up in your shit. They will get in your space. Yeah, um,
0: I'd rather a dangerous spider that leaves me the fuck alone than a <clears throat> docile one that wants to play. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, no. These sprickets, dude, they they get big. Like they get uh, they get like the size of your wallet, and um, do it. And the first time I saw one, I had no fucking clue what it was, and I was just like, well, yeah, holy shit, is right. I went up to it with the shop vac, like a full size shop vac, and I tried sucking it up, dude. It crawled up the fucking hose. Like it overcame the suction of the shot vac and went to the outside of the hose. And I was like, Well, this is it. This is this is what guns are for.
1: Guys, guys. Okay, so fucking Farmer's Almanac says Spider crickets have a habit of jumping Don't directly at things that fucking... startle them. Yes, dude! When, which means one might leap at you if you scare it. This is a defense mechanism for the spider cricket. It's not that they're attacking so much as attempting to frighten potential predators. It works. <laughs> yeah,
0: it works. It works it on works. you. Yeah.
1: Why are there spray kits in my house? Uh,
0: These are the questions that people are asking. Yeah, this is what this episode has like- turned into.
1: <laughs> just like stink bugs, spider crickets are accidental invaders into our houses. Dark basement, family room, or crawl space resembles the natural environment for the insect. To prevent spider crickets from entering your home, seal or caulk openings into the lowest level. So your basement is like a cave. It's like a literal cave, and the sprinkler is confused. Dude. And
0: there's so many spots here for it to fucking live. Yeah.
1: So it goes down in there, and it's like this is just like home. I love this place. I fucking love it. And then some asshole sprays it with black spray paint. Oh, did you like, see? Me ah! Grab the
0: first can of spray paint, and I took the cap off, and there wasn't a nozzle on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like grabbing a gun without a magazine. Yeah, I'm sure. We've all heard things uh, about that.
0: That was that's in one of the bills that the governor of Connecticut proposed. They uh, they want to ban guns that are made to fire without a magazine inserted. Which I get why they're doing it. They're doing it because they want know. to prevent accidental deaths. But but like I how, really think how, it's like I'd like to see I, the
1: data on like that specific kind of accident.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know there isn't going to be data because a lot of this stuff is just created by people who have never held a gun in their life, or I'm sorry, held a gun once when they were in the military, and now they speak as a veteran or as a former veteran, <laughs> whatever. I don't think weapons of war should be in the hands of civilians. That's that whole classic take. Um, we have one of those here, Matt Blumenthal. Talking about you seems like an otherwise like nice guy and he's actually like I agree with him on some things. He he uh I don't know. He's just like your average (laughs) liberal. You know, it sucks that he's like party line voter kind of thing. We agree on some things and then, you know, as a former Marine he's like, I don't see why anybody should have this kind of gun. I'm like, Well, you clearly have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I don't know how I don't know, it's just sad. sad Sad. but what a sad person what a sad person how sad to be that individual i just like i i hate finding people who i think are otherwise intelligent people and they're unable to come to like normal logical conclusions because like we were talking about before yes this is what we were talking about before biases i give people more credit than i probably should half the time um conservatives specifically when they argue certain things and i think because you said that they weren't principled that they don't have like a principle that they abide by i don't think that's necessarily true i just think that well i think, I think that people I,
1: so i'm being specific when i say that when, when i talk about people that are like for the for most of their life are like hardcore small government conservatives but then when it's something yeah. they don't like they're like ban it ban it and send the cops like yeah. those are the people well, that and I that's, think like like maybe yes. you never really had a principle. Maybe you were just sort of like donning the aesthetics of a of a of a small well, government it's, it's
0: easy to say that you're small government when the government is in your favor <laughs> and right, nothing right. really affects you. And you're but you're that, but
1: that that speaks to me of yes. weak principles.
0: I agree. I agree with you. Um I guess I was just trying to I was I was saying that I think it's possible to stay principled while Failing to see your bias and realize that it's affecting your principle, and and sure. that and your inability to stay linear on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think if so. somebody points that out to you, then and then it's your duty to correct. But that's the problem with a lot of this stuff is people don't you ever just do that anymore. Duty, duty, duty. Um, that's unfortunately, you know, where we are now is that we, you know, we came from a place where. You found information, and if it didn't fit your belief, your belief changed, unless you were religious. But, um, not that's not a knock on religious people, it's just you know, faith versus science are two different, two completely different games. Well, I, I, think, I think, rules. with like
1: with, with faith, <clears throat> you are choosing to believe something that cannot be proven or disproven. Yes. And I don't think faith really comes into play, like, if something can be disproven. And you still have like faith in that thing, that's not really faith. That's 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 a that's
0: a logical, you know, leap that you're making at that point. But um, you know, these principles that people supposedly live by, I, I, it's like seeing the "Don't tread on me" thin blue line flag combo. Yeah, sir, you are the one who will be doing the treading. I don't understand these 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 hoops that people are jumping through right now to justify disarming people who by and large are completely harmless i mean the only the only harm trans people cause is is to themselves and that's largely because of societal and familial factors and i don't see us realistically ever saying uh from a from an ethics and, and rights perspective People who are depressed, people who have anxiety, people who have um, have had suicidal ideations but are no longer suicidal, shouldn't have guns. I don't see us ever coming to that point logically because of the ramifications that it would have. Who's going to make that's, those decisions? That's
1: so, that's so many of us.
0: Yes. That's yes. so, so many of us. But then why are they so fucking comfortable saying, there's one group of people who I, by the way, don't know anyone from is mentally ill and should not have like so comfortably saying they don't deserve the same rights that I have. And this transcends guns. This is medical care. This is mental health. This is, you know, treating them with the respect that, that they would treat you meeting you on the street, the people purposely dead naming and purposely uh, misgendering the shooter. Granted. Yeah. Okay. You can make the argument that they don't deserve this, that, but you wouldn't make that argument if it was a CIS person. If somebody right, if right. it was a cis shooter.
1: Yeah, a cis shooter you're like if I it don't was a cis woman, identity.
0: Yeah, if it was a cis man, like most mass shooters, or most school shooters I should say, uh, and somebody said she, you would correct them and be like, Ah, oh, actually it was yeah. a it was a he, it was a dude. And right. they'd be like, Oh, sorry. Like that's 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 as far as the argument would go. They, you wouldn't sit there and dig your heels in and be like, "No, yeah. I'm not going to respect. I'm going to call them a girl yeah. because they're they shot people. They're like you're not a man. That's not an argument that you fucking have. So why yeah. are we having it about a trans shooter?"
1: And 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 I will admit that perhaps right now is maybe not the time for me to be like jumping into those arguments and like dying on that hill. But but I do agree with that. Um you know and i i have had those arguments already and and you know it's like people are like oh why are you defending the why are you defending a mass shooter like i'm not i'm defending all tra- i should say i'm I not saw even that. defending all trans people uh um, you're making a gr- like a I'm grammatical just, decision just, here this yeah, is yeah i'm i'm just trying to like contribute to an atmosphere of like factualness right well and that's and exactly it, there is some there is some confusion because apparently this person uh that we're talking about um, kind of went back and forth between, you know, their <clears throat> their given name and their, you know, their chosen name and, and kind of went back and forth on prote- pronouns. And it's like, is that evidence that maybe this person was not, like, super clear on where they were in their, like, gender identity? Or is it maybe evidence that they were not living in, a, in an environment that was conducive to fully transitioning? I don't know. Doesn't really matter. You know, I, I think that I think that we can just sort of go by whatever was the last thing this person said. Um, well, and they had he him pronouns in their,
0: in their yeah. like uh, Facebook or Instagram bio or something like yeah. that. And you know, to me that
1: and I don't is, know, and I don't know why it's such a fucking, I don't know why it's such a fucking like dunk. Big, and I get like yeah. dunking on shooters. You should meme shooters and, and make shooters look stupid and ridiculous. Um, because you know, you you de- you definitely don't want them to feel like they're fucking hall of hall of fame uh, recipients. You want them to, well, especially you want considering, to
0: look considering at a lot of these school shooters consider this a game and have mentioned yeah, 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 the yeah, ones exactly. that have survived have mentioned that they so want to do better than the previous one. School so so shooters, there's something to be said
1: for for like ridiculing them, right? But but you don't need to you don't need to like you know do a do a way of insulting them that also hurts other people. Um Exactly. You know, I, I don't know. That's just me. I, well, I'm I, just I'm I, just a, some fucking crazy guy. You yeah,
0: know. just some guy with some crazy fucking morals about you know treating people decent. But that's that, and I, I think is the the large thing is I, you know, there there is this conflation with all trans people being mentally ill. there's this this assumption that in order to be trans, you have to be mentally ill, and it's it's a belief that these people have subscribed to. So they automatically delegitimize every argument for, uh, you know, using the proper name, using the proper pronouns, things like that, because this has been the argument all along. Why would I entertain somebody's mental illness when, you know, I wouldn't, I've heard, I've heard this so many times. I wouldn't entertain somebody who was having delusions about, you
1: know, a dinosaur. But first of all, not to say that, that, that gender dysphoria is a delusion. No, but you definitely would entertain somebody having their delusion. Fighting someone on their delusions actually can cause them a lot of discomfort that is unnecessary. Well, and
0: think about that—it's causing discomfort. What are you doing by misgendering and dead naming someone? Yeah, and that's not and to mean, say if you want know,
1: to if you want to talk about somebody with dementia, which it's not the same thing. But if you do want to talk about somebody with dementia, the p- advice that you'll get from doctors is when they're having a delusion, like don't argue with them. It doesn't help them. It just, yeah. it just, it just hurts.
0: Yeah. And and that's the thing, you know, it's, it's, I think people also conflate mental illness with bad things that are bad. And there are just some things that people live with. And I think like having anxiety or depression, gender dysphoria is something that is treatable and the treatment for that is gender affirming care.
1: Right. And exactly.
0: It's something that, you know, these people and, are, and, and
1: it's, it's what you said is really important being trans is not a mental illness. Gender dysphoria is a condition brought about from sometimes from being trans and not all people who are trans have gender dysphoria. You know, some of them, you know, deal with it in different ways, but, but, you know, so it's like you can recognize that gender dysphoria is a mental illness or, or is a, is a condition that needs to be treated, you know, without saying being trans itself is a mental illness.
0: Exactly. And I, and I think, you know, like, different like like anything there's a spectrum and some people with anxiety might be told that they have to go on medication and that medication like I take anti-anxiety medication and it works fucking wonders for me without it I live in this weird fog that I didn't even know I did until I took this anti-anxiety medication and I was like holy fuck is this how I'm supposed to feel and for somebody experiencing gender dysphoria and this is just you know, from my conversations, I obviously am am not going through this, but it getting the care that you need, getting this gender-affirming care, makes you feel like that, makes you feel like, holy shit, like I feel validated. I feel like this is how I'm supposed to feel. And tell me that wouldn't make somebody feel better. And if somebody feels better, then what's wrong with them in the first place? You know, if that's something that's helping them, then who is somebody else to say that they are not fit to own a gun? Because I sure as hell think I'm fit to own a gun, even though I suffer from anxiety and depression in the past. I'm I'm well now, you know, because I'm taking the proper steps to take care of myself. And gender-affirming care for trans people is that. Yeah. And, and I critically,
1: just, and this is important for people with anxiety and depression, you know, if, if what you're worried about is the risk of suicide by gun, you know, you as an adult are allowed to make that calculation that, like, you know. yes. It's like you could also like, you know, choose to live somewhere where there's no, you know, like no buildings taller than like two stories. You could choose to live somewhere with no bridges. You could choose to live somewhere. You can't jump into traffic, but we make those choices all the time. You know, we get behind the wheel of a car. uh, We do all kinds of things that for a potentially suicidal person would be super, super risky. But then when it comes to guns, it's like, no, absolutely not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. No, and and there's you you know you talk to somebody who who wants to kill themselves like there's they're going to find a way, and it's it's just it's such a weird disconnect that we have. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, as a society where you know you you've got people on the right now saying that trans people shouldn't have guns, and meanwhile you have people on the left who are for gun control, completely ignoring suicides altogether <laughs> because yeah. the the only gun control that they're advocating for. Uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say that because they are advocating for like safe gun storage to to minimize accidental shootings. And things yeah, like but that. I I, but
1: I get the feeling that a lot of them are not doing that actually to minimize accidental gun death. I feel like a lot of them are doing that because it annoys gun owners.
0: I'm sure some are, but I but I have spoken to some people who think that it's and I I agree to an extent that if you have an able a kid who's able to reach your gun in the yeah, house, yes, for sure, it should be locked up. But, but can you articulate to
1: me why? Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say legislating it is not going to do anything because it's not... If, if the threat of your kid getting a hold of your gun and shooting themselves isn't enough for you to lock up your gun, then a, a, a fine for not doing so is not right, going exactly. to... Right, exactly. ...not going to motivate <laughs> like I, you.
1: I highly doubt the kinds of people that leave loaded guns within reach of children are the kinds of people that are, are like, you know what, I, I don't want to get fined for this. Yeah. And if you if you can you know, anybody, anybody who's like pro like safe storage, of course I'm pro safe storage. I just don't want the government telling me how to do it. But if you're like pro safe storage and you want to say like, you know, Oh, I want the, uh, I want you to have to keep your magazine in a separate lock box or something. If you can articulate to me exactly how that keeps people safe and like, tell me what research you've done to show that that makes people more safe than it, than it like, that 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 outweighs um, the utility of having it in the case of like a home invasion or something. Right. Like if you've crunched yeah. the numbers and, and you've, you've done your homework, then, then we can talk about it, but that's not the case. It's never been the case. I've never talked to somebody like that. You know, it's always hypotheticals. It's always like, well, you know, the way I see it and in my fucking fantasy imagination, you know?
0: Well, it's, it's always this, this holier than thou, like high horse type, type argument where, you know, like common sense says you should do this. Common sense you should do says you should do this. Well, I don't know everybody's personal situation, which is why I personally don't feel comfortable telling somebody that your gun should be locked up at all times. I can't tell somebody who's in an abusive relationship, who's, who's just got a restraining order, which is just words and on a piece of paper, which doesn't actually keep you safe, that you need to keep your gun locked up because your kid... is is home with you even though they sleep in a different room on a different floor. Perhaps I don't know your situation. I don't know if your violent ex is going to come busting through that door and your gun safe is in the basement. And now you're at a disadvantage because he's in between you or she's in between you and your gun safe and things like that. Like that's just a very specific example, but that's why the government has no business telling you this is how you have to do it because this is what's going to keep you safe because the government, historically does not know what is going to keep us safe.
1: Yeah, and sometimes the government is full of people who thinks that trans people are super dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. They might get the idea that to keep us safe, they got to put them all in prison or some shit like that.
0: Well, it wouldn't be the first time we did that with people.
1: Well, no, yeah. This is another thing I've seen is, you know, people are like, why is this happening? Why are these people shooting up schools? And I've seen, like, maybe a dozen times from some fucking conservative account, like, you know oh it's cuz we it's cuz we closed the mental asylums
0: yes every single fucking time and it's yeah we talked about this last episode where uh with Ho- with holly um about how people think that closing the mental institutions was what opened the floodgates for violent violent mentally ill people to just roam the streets when in reality, it's it's a seriously nuanced issue. I mean, you had yeah, oh yeah, at at the way before you you had these institutions as prolific as they were in like the seventies and the eighties. You had people driving to school with guns in their uh, in the back of their their car, you know, in their in their rifle racks, and people weren't shooting up their schools back then. You had uh, what was that? What was that instance where they bombed an elementary school? Somebody bombed an elementary school. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah it was a guy in the twenties or the thirties.
1: Yeah, it was just one guy. Um, He had a he had a lever action rifle and a bunch of explosives. And um, he I can't remember if he had it set on a timer or not. I think he said it had it set on a timer and one bank of bombs failed. Um, And then he waited in his car when the cops uh, came to arrest him. He with his rifle set off the explosives in his car and and killed himself. And I think uh, at least one officer. Which is a pretty fucking yeah, intense way to do a massacre.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, this is the Bath School Massacre. This was back in 1927. So clearly before violent video games and metal music and, uh, and the absence of God in the classroom, I'm sure. Yeah. And also, um,
1: also, I will remind you guys, a time of much simpler explosive devices.
0: Yeah. The attacks killed 38 elementary school children and six adults and it injured at least 58 other people. Prior to his timed explosives detonating at the Bath Consolidated School Building, Kehoe had murdered his wife and firebombed his farm. And, uh, yeah, he died when he blew up his truck. So this (laughs) this guy blew up his school, killed these people, because he was angered by increased taxes and his defeat in the election for township clerk. There you go. So... I would not say that that person was well, but during this time they had mental institutions, and yet you still yeah. had this fucking guy go and bomb a school. So there are other variables at play here that
1: yeah. If you have thought if you thought you could just solve this problem by throwing people into into institutions, um, no, it's not correct. Um, yeah, and and I, I get the sense sometimes too that that maybe. Maybe this is another one of the things that's not really like, maybe they're not really saying like, oh, this is why this is happening. Maybe what they're really saying is, I would like to put trans people in institutions so I don't have to look at them anymore.
0: Also possible. Yeah, there's a weird social divergence that has been happening for the last... I mean, I honestly think it started really with, with Obama, not intentionally, like he was intentionally stoking division Not in the same way that Trump did. I mean, I definitely think some people took some things that he said as inflammatory and naturally would feel offended by it, but not at all in the way that Trump did it. And I think really in the past two presidential uh, elections, we saw this just, I mean, everyone feels it, this division in the country where people are, it doesn't matter what the topic is now, people are violently opposed to you. If you disagree with them. yeah people will. I think it automatically... actually goes back to W. Bush. Yeah. Well, like with yeah, the because war? that
1: was like that was one of the most polarized elections, if I remember it right. That was like one of the most polarized elections ever, um, and it really surprised people. And I, I, you know, I remember reading some sort of analysis that that his whole election strategy was to, um, to to bring up like extreme conservative versus liberal issues. And this this was, you know, before the whole like socialism in America thing was like super in vogue Um, and like people weren't really talking about it the same way back then. But but like conservative versus liberal polarizing people to the to the far ends of of these like like wedge issues. Yeah, that was another term you heard a lot. Wedge issue. Um, he, He figured out he could get a lot more conservative voters from the center of the political spectrum. And get and, and that more of these sort of centrist voters would go conservative than would go liberal.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Uh, I wasn't,
0: I didn't vote in that election, I was, I was in fifth grade. Yeah, so yeah, I don't, uh, I don't remember all that, but um, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'll have to take your word for that. I'd be this surprised. Is...
1: This is all just, like, from memory, and it could be just be that, you know, with the lens of the present looking at the past, things, you know, remember things a little differently, I don't know. Yeah. But it just, it just seems to me like that was a very polarized time, too, and it just got worse after that.
0: I just think, I mean, I have conscious memories of my parents telling me, you don't talk about politics and religion. So I think at that time, at least with Clinton, because I remember vaguely around that era, my parents saying things like that. And, uh, but don't you think
1: that's worse, though, sometimes? Just I don't know, man, because look at the way like that... it's, a huge we, issue.
0: I, I, I think we should talk about our problems, but look at how we are now. Everybody talks about yeah. politics and how fucking miserable we are. It's almost like we had a previous civilization in, inscribed in the stone tablets they left behind. They were like, thou shall not talk politics. Like, trust us if you want to survive. And we just adapted adopted that. I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think social media was really just like the nail in the coffin when Facebook yeah, came for around. for society and, as a whole. Yeah, MySpace not so much. MySpace, you know, like I I'm pretty sure I had like X's, like pink X's on a black background on my on my MySpace playing My Chemical Romance that wasn't really dividing anybody back then. But um there's uh there's just this this new phenomenon where everybody feels like they have a platform to speak. Not new. I mean, I would say within the last fifteen years, though, that has never been, never has never been had by anyone. And now everybody feels like their opinion has infinite importance. And well, I definitely resemble personally.
1: that remark. You know, that's that's you know, here you resemble you that remark.
0: Yeah, it's just it, it is. You know, people don't talk to each other anymore. We and now I sound like an old guy. Like things were different back in my day when we used to talk to each other on the telephone. But it's it is it is sad because the amount of people that come at us in our Instagram DMs when we say something, you know, just making these baseless assumptions based on something that they didn't read or they read funny, and then we have to say, no, actually, it's this way, and they go, oh, sorry, I pegged you for this. Is, is <laughs> I had you pegged. I had you pegged as a liberal. Because you support trans people and gay people, I didn't know you supported guns, and it's just I don't know I don't really it's it's frustrating, I feel like I'm banging my head against the wall sometimes some days
1: yeah but
0: i I don't know what the solution is to this, but I know it's not disarming groups of people that we disagree with, and this was uh I wanted to bring this up because. I tried bringing this up before I was viciously attacked by that. Sprint. Fucking
1: assaulted by a spider. I, fucking,
0: it? I was mentally tormented by this fucking asshole sent to me from Satan's butthole himself. Straight from hell. Oh, my God. This thing. I'm embarrassed. Anyway. <sighs> uh, Lucas mess Lucas posted on his Instagram, and this is a screenshot of a tweet said, fun fact, you can be pro-2A in freedom, but not go out of your way to support people in groups who literally want to curb stomp your face and put you in a mass grave. Which is funny, like the equation of people who disagree with you with wanting to put you in a mass grave. Like, there's no nuance there at all. It's yeah, people like who, that are like, on the opposite end of like the spectrum. Who, who Everyone else. You? It's us versus them. It's this constant thing. Uh, he says, I, I will not be arming those who side with mass shooters over defenseless children and Christians. Again, with this conflation of supporting the rights of people with arming them with, with actively like handing them rifles and things like that. And
1: well, this is a very saying that these people are just
0: for killing defenseless children and Christian Christians.
1: He's doing two things here on the one hand, he's, he's drawing a very clever distinction between arguing to take away someone's rights and arguing for personal resistance. Right. What he's saying is I don't want the government to take away your rights. I want all good Christians to deny the these trans people their business. And then on the other hand, he's taking a very unnuanced position where anybody who doesn't like Christians wants to mass murder Christians. Yes. And I'm sure there are people out there that want to mass murder Christians for various reasons.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: But that's not the trans community at large. If you've ever, no. like, interacted with a trans person, that's, like, not the first thing on, on any of their minds.
0: It's not their MO, usually. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, like, it, imagine this. You know, everyone's different, and people have a myriad of different beliefs. They'll find the one trans person who's outspoken on fucking Tumblr about how they want to murder Christians, and they'll be like, see, this is, this is trans people. And it's constant, and they were just... It's like they were waiting for a trans person to shoot someone and now that's what they use. Now this is this is an example for all people to associate with the trans community. Right, exactly. And they're using, you know, how many times have for how long have you seen these shirts that say uh something along the lines of like respect my identity or um Expect my resistance. Oh, res, respect my existence. Respect or expect my existence a,
1: or expect my resistance. Yeah, Wait, exactly. No. Yes, How yes, long? That's
0: right. Respect existence or expect resistance. Yeah, yeah. We'll get it. We're just two straight cis guys trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> just trying uh, to read the trans shirt. Trying to read. It's not in front of me. It was all from memory, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's that shirt's been around for years, years yeah. I, since before yeah. I started this. Since before I got in, involved with the "a better way to a" shtick, and now all of a sudden it's making headlines as oh, they have this shirt that means they're violent and they plan on killing oh, all yeah. of us. No, no, Dude,
1: no, let's let's look at this from another angle. How long have the fucking conservatives been wearing like Punisher skulls and like had like yes. really fucking agri- aggro shirts about like? I said this know, the
0: other day. How many people have these fucking stupid little like metal signs in their house the that say? Liberty? yeah from my cold dead hands yeah I'm sorry yeah. there's never been anybody that had a from my cold dead hands paraphernalia anywhere on them or in their home that's ever shot somebody or done something violent or expressed violent tendencies yeah I, but now please. but
1: now they're gonna be like you know all oh, this trans person has a gun on their shirt they're a fucking terrorists like grow yeah. up dude like fucking get real
0: Meanwhile throw some hair your balls. entirety of like 2001 to 2010. We had uh infidel written on the back of our yeah. shirts in <laughs> <Yes>. arabic <laughs> like I these that. fucking cringe lords dude like i have you no self reflection
1: no they actually don't that's a big part of the problem is they they literally i know you're asking that in a cheeky way, but they actually do not yeah. have self awareness or self reflection a lot a part of people of don't
0: problem. I have a family member of mine who i i is very close to me and I love dearly um but is a is a good example of this where, you know, we will talk, he'll go on and on about illegal immigrants, illegal immigrants. Oh, my God. uh, You know, this, they're coming here illegally, and, and he uses his mother as an example. My grandmother, who came here after, you know, during Nazi Germany to escape, she came here legally, learned English, all this stuff. And then he'll go on about how conservatives are being demonized and being called this and that and i'm like yeah it sucks to lump everybody into a group with people that we don't know right and make assumptions about an entire group of people based on the actions of like one or two people right and he's like yeah it fucking sucks i'm like really that's that's interesting how that works like maybe we shouldn't jump to conclusions about why people do what they do or, or what they're doing and he does not see the connection like this is this is what you're doing to other people see how it feels and see how it makes zero fucking sense because they don't know you. They shouldn't be assuming things about you. Maybe you shouldn't be assuming things about other people, but this is like a trend that I just see all across the political spectrum now. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's just a symptom of the fact that critical thought has, is, is like really hard to come by, you know, people that are honestly and and earnestly reflecting on their mistakes and, the information that's been presented to them that conflicts with their beliefs. I don't see that happening openly and, and often anymore unless it's like in an in an intentional setting where... Yeah, well, nobody wants to be being...
1: caught being wrong. No, I of like, course. That's, and I, that's, that's the, the worst problem. fucking thing, you know, and you see this in, in like leftist and, and, and righty spaces where it's like being outed for being like wrong about something is like so bad.
0: Yeah. I just... I don't know. I think a lot of its it comes down to how we treat each other and the fact that because we are so concerned with being right over kind and forgetting how to talk to people because it's almost like a game. It's like the people aren't well, real see, because we you don't think, see them. You think if you can like beat
1: someone in an argument that they'll be like, ah, you know what, I, I agree with you now. No, because I don't think the goal... is.
0: I no, I don't even think that's the goal. I honestly think the goal is now because you don't see most of these people you're having conversations with you can't feel empathy towards them. You don't see the the body language and the facial yeah, yeah. expressions that they're giving you. I don't think it's necessarily about changing people's minds so much as it is reinforcing our own beliefs and making ourselves feel like we yeah, are right. that's true. I get and that. Because if it was, if it was about changing people's minds, people would do research into the tactics and methods that change people's minds. And it's not, I'll give you a hint, it's not standing on top of a fucking box and screeching at them and calling them an asshole and saying they're wrong or dumb motherfucker. <laughs> but it is, uh, we talked about this in the last episode. We talked about that in, in, uh, Holly called it love bombing. Yeah. But that's not what I meant. It's not trying to convert people into a cult. It's actually yeah. listening to people and validating them and, and, and saying like, I hear your concerns, but this is how I feel. And, People don't do that. People just don't do that anymore. And I don't know how to move forward, but that's my shtick on that. Hey guys. So that's actually the end of the episode. Andrew and I continue to talk for about another 35 minutes, but thanks to it being close to three o'clock in the morning here and neither one of us having the self-control to actually stop talking, things just get a little disjointed and weird and we're not going to subject you to that. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed the episode, and in keeping up with the tradition that is the end of our show, here's a piece of advice for you. Something that I learned early on in the military was that when you reach that point of physical exertion where you think you're done, your body's telling your brain to stop because it's uncomfortable, you're tasting iron in your mouth, your chest hurts, all that fun stuff. When you think you're at 0%, you've actually got about 20% left in your tank. You've got a reserve there that you weren't aware of. And you can continue running for much farther than you thought you could. And the reason I'm sharing this as a piece of advice is because not only does it apply to physical strength, but it applies to mental and emotional strength as well. Some days the world feels like it's falling apart. And when the world doesn't feel like it's falling apart, our country does. And when our country seems to have a good day, which is rare, we have something to take its place either in our family, our friend life, or in our community. At times, this could seem overwhelming, and depending on what else you have going on in your life, you might feel like you've got nothing left to give. Without the risk of sounding like some cheesy cliche here, I'm just here to tell you that you have more to give. And while that might sound shitty to some people, because you're probably asking, what else do I have to give? Just know that it's there, and eventually you get to the end of the track and you get to stop running. It's like that Churchill quote, if you're going through hell, keep going. That 20% might be different for everyone, but everyone has it. Anyway, that's the advice I have for you guys on this episode. I hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you next time. Take care.